bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program: China's consumer inflation hit 18-month low in March, and car sales in March registered the slowest growth in the century, while net sales picked up strongly. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's consumer inflation ease last month, data released on Tuesday showed, while producer prices remained in deflation. The consumer price index or CPI rose by 0.7% in March from a year earlier, down from 1% growth in February, hitting the slowest pace since September 2021, according to the National Bureau of Statistics. Production and life continued to recover with sufficient supplies in March, said Dong Yijuan, senior MBS statistician. Within the CPI, food prices in China rose by 2.4% from a year earlier in March, compared with 2.6% growth in February, while non-food prices rose by 0.3% last month year-on-year, down from 0.6% growth in February. Prices for pork, a staple on Chinese dinner tables, rose by 9.6% in March compared with a year earlier, while fruit prices rose by 11.5% year-on-year and vegetable prices fell by 11.1%. China's core consumer inflation rate, excluding the volatile prices of food and energy, rose by 0.7% in March compared with a year earlier, up from 0.6% growth in February. Meanwhile, the producer price index or PPI, which reflects the prices that factories charge wholesalers for products, fell for a sixth straight month after dropping by 2.5% in March year-on-year, down from a fall of 1.4% in February. On a month-on-month basis, no factory gate price growth or decline was registered in March. The expansion of the year-on-year PPI fall was mainly owing to the high comparison basis of petroleum, coal, steel, and other sectors from a year earlier. Dong added. After China's CPI grew by 2% overall last year, Beijing set a target of around 3% growth in 2023. Experts noted that March's figure indicated that China's monetary policy has more room to maneuver in order to accelerate economic recovery, while the short-term price downturn can't fully reflect the recovery in consumption demand, especially after the Chinese New Year holidays, and it will take time for supportive measures to take effect. Moving on to some regional highlights. China plans to build an over 400-kilometer hydrogen pipeline to more effectively transfer clean fuel from the resources-rich west to energy-consuming regions in the east. The project is designed to channel hydrogen from Ulaanbaatar in Mongolia to Beijing. Will be the country's first trans-regional long-distance hydrogen pipeline, according to Sinopec. The pipeline in the first phase will be able to handle about 100,000 tons of hydrogen each year and has the potential to increase the capacity by 500,000 tons in the long run. Next on industry and company news. Payment and Clearing Association of China on Monday called on industry practitioners to use artificial intelligence-generated chatbot tools like ChatGPT cautiously, after some in the industry have begun to use similar tools in their work. The association warned that such intelligence tools like ChatGPT would expose risks such as cross-border data breaches. 
It said in a proposal that those involved in payment and clearing industry should use tools like ChatGPT in accordance with relevant Chinese laws and regulations and must not upload critical or sensitive information. Sales of new energy vehicles in China grew 21.9% yearly to 543,000 units in March, while passenger vehicle sales edged up 0.3% yearly to 1.59 million amid weak demand, unchanged from the corresponding period in 2022. Data from the China Passenger Car Association also shows sales of new energy vehicles rose 22.4% to 1.31 million for the first three months of this year. The association attributed the weak retail sales performance to factors such as low consumption and wait-and-see atmosphere caused by market price chaos. With increased export capacity, 290,000 passenger cars were exported, up 172% year-on-year, of which new energy vehicles accounted for almost a quarter. From January to March, 780,000 passenger cars were exported, up 90% year-on-year. China's deep-sea number one ultra-deep water gas field near Hainan province conducted a trial of remote control operations on Monday, enabling the field to continue safe and stable production during typhoons, its operator China National Offshore Oil Corp said. The field has become the world's first 100,000-ton-level deep-water semi-submersible production and storage platform that can work in extreme weather and at a maximum depth of 1,500 meters. Alibaba Group Holdings' cloud computing arm will integrate its new large language model application into all the Chinese e-commerce titans applications and is allowing corporate users access to the model, the company chairman said today. Tongyi Tianwen will be accessible to businesses and they will be able to fine-tune it to their own needs so that together they can advance AI's development. Daniel Jiang, who is also Chief Executive Officer at Hangzhou-based Alibaba, said at the 2023 Alibaba Cloud Summit. BYD has launched China's first intelligent body control system, DSIS, or Yunian. The chairman of the country's largest new energy vehicle maker said yesterday, Yunian, which greatly improves the vehicle's stability and reduces the risk of rolling over, is rewriting history by filling a technology gap in China, Wang Chuanfu said at a press conference. The system can help protect the vehicle from being damaged when driving on difficult terrain, makes driving more comfortable and safer, and protect both people and vehicles. Longji Green Energy Technology, the world's largest maker of monocrystalline solar wafers, would invest 3.5 billion yuan to construct another photovoltaic cell factory to boost the company's high-efficiency battery output. The new facility, which will be located in Tongchuan, northwestern Shanxi province, will have an annual capacity of 12 gigawatt of solar cells, the Xi'an-based company said yesterday. The factory should be up and running by the end of 2024. Wrapping up with a quick look at stock markets, Chinese stocks ended marginally lower on Tuesday, with the benchmark Shanghai Composite down 0.05%, while the Shenzhen component closed nearly flat. Hong Kong shares closed higher after holiday break, as the Hang Seng Index climbed 0.8% and the Tech Index inched up 0.3%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.